0: I want you to feel empowered and inspired to be, well, different. Welcome to the show. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Directly Different. All right, we are jumping right in today. I am so excited to share with you my conversation with Marcy Knopf. Marcy is a mom of seven kids. And when she started her direct sales business, she realized that she had to figure out how to be massively successful while also running a household that had seven kids in it. Doesn't that sound crazy? Well, she figured out a way and she started sharing her successful framework with other work from home moms, dubbing herself the three hour mom boss. Today, Marcy shares a little bit about her program and how she coaches women to be successful no matter how busy their home life may be. If you're craving structure and organization and a work life flow that you never thought was possible, then Marcy has the solution for you. So grab a pen, grab some paper, and take some notes. This is a value-packed episode. But stay tuned until the very end, Marcy shares a special offer for directly different listeners on her signature program. You guys, it is truly a deal. I was shocked when she mentioned it to me. And I'm excited that you get to take advantage of it. You can also find any of the links to Marcy's resources in the show notes. Hello, Marcy. Thank you so much for being a guest on Directly Different. I can't wait to hear your story. So amazing. It's going to be so much fun. So first of all, tell us a little bit about you and your family.
1: Oh gosh. Okay. Well, probably I should warn all your listeners. If you're drinking anything, swallow it (laughs) because (laughs) a lot of people are shocked when I say I have seven kids, like that number is you know, gigantic. I like to (laughs) lovingly call them my horde, (laughs) but I do. I have seven kids. And um I've had people go, Oh my gosh, I just spit my coffee out. So I'd like to do a pre like warning to you know accept that news that you're about to hear. But I love it. It's always a party at my house. Sometimes I wish I could like call the police and get it stopped, but you know, it's an adventure. There's so much energy. And it's just amazing. I have a husband, I ha- I run three
0: businesses, I have seven kids. It's just nonstop. <laughs> yeah, I bet. And seven kids, I mean, I'm sure sometimes that might as well be 70. <laughs> right, right. But but here's a fun fact anyone that has over
1: three kids could probably attest to this. Like three is the hardest because. You only have two hands. Right. And, and then usually when that third comes, your other ones are still kind of young and you're like, Oh my gosh, like, how do I juggle all this? By the time four runs around, it's like just another sandwich, just another piece of bread as you're putting PB and J, you know, and it really just kind of becomes almost muscle memory <laughs> in a way, but, um, it's, it's wild. Never thought I could, would grow up to be a mama, a seven, have twins at the end actually. So it's just cray cray.
0: That's amazing. <laughs> you know, you are not the first person that has said that about <laughs> the jump from three to four. And I'm like, that's great. I'm good though. <laughs> I feel, yeah. Yes. But I have heard that from so many people yeah. that, Hey, what's one more. Right. And that's probably the point that you get to. And I, I love that you ended on twins. You're probably like, okay, Thank you. Right? I am done.
1: <laughs> if I would have started on twins, I probably would be a mama of two. <laughs> yes. God was
0: smart. He's like, let's <laughs> save these two to the end, you know? So, oh my goodness. That's so fun. Now, what is the breakdown of boys and girls? Okay. I have, uh, three boys
1: and four girls. Okay. And so, yeah. And so it actually, I have two boys at the top and then my twins were boy, girl, And the boy was, you know, 13 seconds after his, Mm. his big sister. So you got four girls kind of in the middle and then, and then my little boy at the end.
0: Oh, wow. So fun. Now, what are their age ranges?
1: Okay. So as of right now, and really it's give or take about two years. Uh, so I have, uh, 19 going to be 20 and then my second son just turned 18 And then I have a 16 year old, a 13 year old, my, uh, number five, as I lovingly call her, (laughs) she just turned 11 yesterday and then the twins are eight. Okay. All right. My oldest is eight. So
0: eight is a fun age. That's a really fun age.
1: It is a fun age. It's so fun.
0: Okay. Sorry. Let me get my questions back. No worries. Okay. So seven kids, my goodness, you probably feel like sometimes you don't have a moment to yourself, but (laughs) (laughs) how did you get started with all these kids and having babies and, you know, being in pregnancy and birthing and, you know, newborn and toddler stages for so long, it probably felt like an eternity, but how did you get started in the middle of all that? How did you get started in the direct sales network marketing industry?
1: Oh my gosh. Great
0: question. So
1: when I jumped into entrepreneurship or maybe was pushed or pulled because I was one of those who was never going to do one of those. Mm -hmm. Right. But really life kind of pushed me in that direction to make a really long story short. My husband got hurt as a volunteer firefighter and being a volunteer firefighter meant you got volunteer workman's comp, which is zero. You get, you get volunteer insurance, which is workmas comp insurance, which is awful if anyone's ever dealt with that. Mm. And so at this time I was pregnant with our twins when he got hurt fast forward. Now he literally just had a full hip hip replacement at age 45, two hip surgeries in between that. So we suddenly found ourselves in a position of how in the world are we going to make this work? Right. Um, we had savings, but when you are hurt and not working and unable to work and you're on a workman's comp claim, people don't really want anything to do with you. Mm -hmm. So we found ourselves in a really tricky situation. And when the twins were three and a half months old, my oldest just turned 11. So that was my, my packet of kids at the time. I found myself joining one of those because you know, nobody really has seven kids to not want to be at home, (laughs) right? Right. Like I wanted to be a mom. I wanted to be there with them, but I needed to contribute in some way, shape or form. I didn't want to go back to corporate America. I didn't want to go back to working a nine to five where I didn't, um, wasn't a present parent with my kids. And so I kind of took that leap of faith and it turned out to be the best decision I ever made. I quickly got hooked with being able to build a business from home on my own efforts, on my own time, and still being there for my kids. It was a juggle for sure, but it was something that now I look back and I'm going, thank goodness that happened, or I never would have ever done one of those, right?
0: I love that story and just being able to find an option that would work for you with a large family and, Mm -hmm. you know, a husband who, you know, is going through these health struggles that is so unpredictable. And we truly never know when something like that is going to happen and being able to find something that works instantly with your schedule is such a huge blessing.
1: Oh my gosh. It really was.
0: Now, how in the world did you manage to not only, you know, jump into the direct sales industry? Like you said, you were like, I'm never going to do one of those. So you were starting from scratch, like starting from ground zero. Like you had no idea what you're, I mean, I'm sure you had an idea what you were doing, but you really, I mean, you had never done it before. How in the world did you manage to build a business, run a household, take care of your husband, take care of seven kids? Like what, what in the world? How did you do it? Right now, um, one thing, and I didn't know it at the time,
1: but now being, you know, over eight years in the future, looking back at my moment in time, I am approaching my direct selling business, I think with a very different mindset than a lot of women who get into it because I was in that. I have to make this work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our home was going in the direction of a foreclosure. If we didn't figure something out. So this wasn't a, Oh, let me try and see if this works for me. Let me, um, you know, I just want to get a little bit of fun shoe money. It was, I have to keep a roof over my kid's head. Mm -hmm. Like that was my mindset. Um, and really I, I coach and I teach every woman I can, like, you need to change your mindset to say, I get to do this and feel blessed with your situation But in all honesty, I was, I have to do this. So I think because I was looking at it from that standpoint, immediately I was treating this as a professional business. So I was coming at it with that mindset of, okay, I'm going to treat this as I need, (laughs) I have to make some professional income here. What I think a lot of us do when we first get into direct sales is we treat it as a hobby. And then it pays us as a hobby, which is really it costs us money, right? Mm-hmm. So because I was coming at it with that look, with that, with that goal, with that kind of I have to make this work, then I started to figure out how to run a business from home and, and make it successful and be a present parent. I refused to buy into that I had to choose. I was being told actually by one of my quote mentors who was really just an upline, but, but I looked at her as a mentor at that time that, that I had to choose that. I couldn't have it both. And anyone that really knows me knows if you really want me to do something, you can tell me I can't do it. I am mm. <laughs> gonna do it. So I was bound and determined to go, no, I'm not going to let my children down or, or my focus from them fade away because I have to, save our home. It was like, I got to figure out a way to do both. And so that was really kind of my drive in the beginning. And again, now looking back at it, I realized it was such a blessing. Otherwise, you know, the first time I heard, no, the first rude comment on social media, right. The first, whatever would have probably just shut me down. And and I would have been like, ah, hard pass.
0: Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. But you were willing to stick it out for the long haul because this was, this was the solution. It had to work, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Now, you know, you, you figured it out, you figured out a plan, a way to do things. Does time management, does that come easy to you as a mom of, of a large household, or is that something that you have developed over the years out of necessity, you know, because you have to, (laughs) you have to be organized with all those children. And, you know, so tell us about your background with time management organization.
1: Okay. So it's so funny. And I know you're going to ask me this later, but I'm just going to sneak it in here now because I was not good with time management. Mm. I never still to this day have ever put a calendar on my wall. And that's a whole nother story. That's a whole nother podcast. My mother, who is a saint, did foster care while I was growing up. There was a time we had 13 kids at home. Maybe that's part of why it's been, you know, comfortable having a a horde of kids but there was 13 kids and we lived and died by that little square. It actually was pretty big. It was like a desk calendar that was nailed to the wall. (laughs) And if there was something that anybody needed to do or want to do, we had to go look at the square. And it did something to me that I was like, ah, because I'm a very spontaneous person by nature. Like I love to just get up and go and, oh, let's do this. Let's do that. And so I was always kind of had this aversion to anything written in stone. Mm -hmm. But when I jumped into entrepreneurship, when I knew I needed to build my business, I had to grow time management skills like a boss and really fast. Um, And that's when kind of my obsession, quote unquote, with finding a good planner system and really starting to be super intentional with the time that I was setting aside to build my business kind of started to grow before that it was just really non-existent.
0: You had to, because going back to, you were in it to win it. Basically you were here, like this was, this had to work. So you had to figure out a way to make that work. I love that discipline. That's so great. Now you developed a way to do things. You started working your business and I'm assuming that it was successful from the start, right? Well, I did have some pretty good, um, immediate
1: success within a couple months. I had earned, you know, a massive bonus It was like $1,800, which was huge. Mm -hmm. Um, and again, that kind of set the hook of, I can do this. And then through the years, I with my previous company uh, that I was actually a brand partner for over eight years, I got up to car level, like all that kind of good things. I just switched in January to a new company that that's social retail. So it's still in the same industry. And so now I work for Modare, but that's just been since January. So that's kind of new, but definitely I came into this with everything I learned before. And, um, you know, I just love it. It's, it's, I don't think I'll ever go away from it at this point, because why would you,
0: you know? And so how did you come to realize that what you were doing to find the success and to manage your time? Well, with such a large household and a busy schedule and just trying to do everything all at once, how did you come to realize that what you were doing was different than what everybody else was doing? Oh my gosh. That's such a great
1: question because I really didn't realize that at all at first. Um, and, and mind you, this took me time to really develop what I now call is kind of my method of, of running three businesses with a horde of kids at home. Right. And, and still being present and all the things I didn't know it at the time, because again, my head was just down. I was driving. It's like, I got to make this work. Right. And I didn't really realize until I got question after question after question. Now, I never got the um, objection from people looking at getting into uh, my company as, well, I don't have the time. Like I started to realize that was a huge objection for everybody else in my company. But me, I was like, I never hear that. Well, hello. I don't think you could say to someone, my seven kids at home, well, I don't have time. <laughs> because You're like uh, that. That just doesn't seem legitimate. The question I was getting asked over and over again was, how in the world are you making the time? How are you finding the time? How are you at practice, at games, and I see that you're, you know, going here and going there and making money off of your business and you're traveling, like, how in the world are you doing this? And after so many times, I started to kind of look at that. I stepped back out of myself and I'm like, well, what am I doing? What am I doing that's allowing me to do this when so many other moms are saying, I can't figure it out. And that's when I started to realize that kind of the method that I had just created out of necessity was really something pretty cool and and worked. It worked for me for sure.
0: That's amazing. And I love that you leaned into listening to what people were asking you and just really tuned into what they were saying and then step back and was like, actually, what is it? What is it called? So will you give us a little rundown about what is the three hour boss? What is this all about? This method that you use. It's so much fun. And I still get the, I still
1: get the objection though of like, oh, I could never do it in three hours. Mm. It's like, uh, you can, but like anything, you have to show up with a mindset of not is this going to work for me? Because you're already coming in with a block there. It's how am I going to make this work for me? So when I decided to really look at what I had been doing, it had been in my heart to share this for a while. I just, it was never the right time. I wasn't sure how I was going to do it. And then I just kind of got a download of, you got you to gotta create this. You got to get this out there in bite-sized pieces for people to be able to put together. Because although it took me years to kind of perfect, how can I help women, you know, shrink that time super fast. And so I really broke it down into kind of five steps. The first one is, you know, what I lovingly call deleting the box and adding blocks. And by deleting the box, I mean, we hear from everybody, or we see on social media, or we're following this person or that person. And they're telling us, this is how you're your life should look. This is how your schedule should look. This is what you should be doing in your business. And we know should is not a good word, right? It's one of those S-H bad words. Um, But we're all so unique and different. How your life is, Tiffany, is totally different from how mine is. Yes, we're moms. Yes, we're in direct sales. But my family culture, um, my schedule, my business, what's important to me, what grows my business is totally different. And so I knew that I wanted this to be so transparent and so easy, but also it's like, okay, yeah, I'm teaching a course, right? I'm teaching this method, but I'm also a thousand percent showing you how to make it work for you because we're all so, so different. So that's what I mean about like deleting that box, get out of the box, create your own Really, I talk about creating a bubble, right, that's beautiful and formable, and it could be different every time you blow a new bubble. It could look totally different. Really, that's your day, right? You know, as a mom, you might have the perfectly laid plans and everything that you want to do, and then life comes a knocking, and you're like, oh, my gosh, you know, how how do I make this work for me today? And so that's kind of step number one is to do that and then also to choose your blocks. The whole thing with the three hour boss method is to be super, super intentional about your time. And I definitely get into that with each step. It's like um, a framework. It's building upon that first foundation. So I ask to choose what boss blocks work for you. And really, there's kind of four choices. And again, this depends on you. This depends on your kids. This depends on your schedule. Do you have a nine to five and also a five to nine? Like how how is your unique life? What's going to be best for you? So you can choose three one-hour blocks, which now at my point in my life where all the kids are at school for a point of the day, I can totally rock out the one-hour blocks. Before, that was never going to happen, right? Maybe. If the stars aligned and the toddler and the twins were taking a nap at the same time, maybe, but that was far and few between, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you can also choose four 45-minute blocks, six 30-minute blocks, or as I lovingly call them, you can choose nine 20-minute blocks, which are the toddler blocks. Mm. <laughs> like if you can get a 20-minute block done of intention and focus, then you can do little blocks like that throughout the day. So that's kind of step number 1 is to really just internalize where you are in your life, in your business, in the season because the seasons always change. To accept where you are and how can you realistically build your business inside these blocks during the day. And then step number 2, and this is like the biggest task, the biggest biggest kind of homework of the course is writing down all the things that you actually do for your business. As entrepreneurs, we love to focus on the fun things, the things that fill our soul, the thing that our kind of zone of genius is inside. But there's a whole lot of other things that need need to be done as well, right? So I have all of my students start writing down, like, oh, if you're doing this task, write it down. If you're doing that task, write it down. So you can get a realistic view of what do you really need to do for your business, and then to ask yourself a couple questions and to kind of label them. One of them is Is this going to move the needle forward in my business? If you answer yes, then that's an IPA or an income producing activity. Now, there's no timeline on that. Some things are a long play, right? Like branding yourself on social media as opposed to branding uh, your company. You know, that's a long play to really brand yourself on social media, but it's important, right And it will help you grow. And then there's things that man, you can do today and bring some money in. So you kind of look at those tasks and go, is it something that really moves a needle? Yes, okay, boom. Then you can ask yourself the second question is if I don't do this today, will it be detrimental to my business? If the answer is no, and chances are it's a busy work task. It doesn't mean it's not important, but does it necessarily have to be done today? No, boom, mark it as a busy work task. And then the third one, which this is usually something kind of a new thought for people, is can this task be done in between and around my family? And if the answer is yes to that one, then I call it a mixed media. So for instance, um checking your social media for replies or comments, checking your um, messages. Those are really important tasks, but can they be done in the car rider line while you're waiting to pick up? Can they be done in and around your family while you're sitting at, you know, baseball practice? Can you respond to a couple people? And so really identifying what tasks are the most important, important Fitting those into your boss blocks with your power block, right? (laughs) Kind of like your power hour, but looking at it even a little bit different than what maybe your company tells you you should have in your power hour. I mean, friending five people today, is that really the most important thing you should be doing? If it's not, don't put it in your power hour, right? Or your power block. Save that for a little bit later because I want women, I want moms to look first off at their power hour, their power block that I call it as if I only have one hour today, if I was to look at a crystal ball and it said, yo, you got one hour (laughs) and then long lost aunt Sally is knocking at your door and the rest of your day is gone. If you get all of your things done in your power block, or again, if you're doing toddler blocks, right, that would be three toddler blocks, (laughs) something that takes up an hour of your time in total really being super intentional at that. And then your other boss blocks, filling those with your other IPAs, those mixed media, um, the busy work. If you so choose, I usually leave all my busy work for Fridays and I kind of have Friday off, right? Mm, It's like, mm -hmm. Oh, if I want to get to this, I can, if I want to take a day off, I'm taking a day off. Right. Mm -hmm. But again, that's up to everybody, but that's kind of the big step number two. And it's really the hardest one. And then with that list, we re-examine it and we keep building upon it through the other three steps. The third one is batching and breaking like a boss. So we really get into batching content and the reasons behind it. Probably everybody's heard about um, calendar blocking or content batching. And there's real science behind that, if you will. I mean, as women, we know that we can... Totally multitask, right? We wear so many hats. We're making dinner, we're answering the phone, we're putting a band aid on the little one, the teenager's crying. Like there's all sorts of things happening at once, right? But when you can take those IPAs and you can batch them together in like minded content where you're actually focused on a certain area and you do that throughout your week, your productivity skyrockets. Your focus skyrockets. So, for instance, I'll have what I call my camera day. So, a day I record my podcast, you know, my hair is done, my makeup's done, like I'm looking on point, I'll record all my short form videos. So, for Instagram, for uh, Reels, for TikToks, I'll record all of those. Maybe I'm taking photos of certain products, like it's that day. I'm utilizing that area of my brain. That does require a lot of energy to show up on camera, right? Um, It's using that creativity. Then I have another day that I call my writing day. So I'm using the kind of the language area of your brain, right? So you're creating emails, you're writing content for those reels that you just recorded. Um, All of those things. And again, that's for me. What, What your business is might be totally different. And again, remember you're unique. But this is just an example. And so really learning to batch your content like that and to take it a step further when you can get to the point of doing that a week ahead, then what becomes amazing and how you really start cutting down on your, quote, time that you spend every day is now when Aunt Sally comes a-knocking, guess what? You already have some posts written in your, you know, drafts, in your Instagram, you already have the photo, you already have the content. It's really easy to just hit publish than to try and take a photo, try and create a graphic on Canva, try and come up with something and utilize all those different areas of your brain, because you're trying to get something out today. Does
0: that Mm -hmm. make sense? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Such a great tip too.
1: Yeah. And it's really, is like a, that's a longer thing. And, and again, why I ca- I really do call it becoming a three hour boss. I'd love to call it three hour boss for short, but it's becoming because it takes time and really focus on step one, then step two and step three. But in, in step three, when you can get that week ahead, mm. that's when you notice a drastic drop in what you're doing, because then your power block it's intense. You're getting through it. It's what needs to be done today that I didn't know about last week, right? What are these things that I need to address right now? And then your other blocks, you're doing things that you've already sort of planned for, right? Mm-hmm. And then I really talk about breaking. And and my mom is out there. Most of the time, they're like, what's a break? Like, what does that mean? Right,
0: right, <laughs> right. right?
1: We, we think that we have to hustle till we drop. And then we go, well, now I'm in bed for two, two days Mm -hmm. and us direct sellers, um, it actually can be kind of a toxic situation. If Mm -hmm. you don't thrive off of hustling the last couple of days of your month, if you find yourself doing that and then in bed and not doing nothing for the first several days of the new month, it's not good for you figure out what works for you that might work for other people, but most of the time for us, mamas, that's not a good thing. So I really talk about in between your boss blocks, you also now take an intentional break and to really check in with yourself and go, what do I need? Do I need to just Netflix and chill for 20 minutes and take a break? I'm doing that. Do I need to read a book? Do I need to go take an uninterrupted shower (laughs) and blast the music and just energize myself that way? Go in the garden, right? And then kind of a caveat to that is also if you want to get more time at the end of your day, if you want to get more of the things checked off on your mom chores, is can you use these breaks to be this, have the same intentionality, the same focus? Is it go, okay, just finish this boss block. I'm going to get up. I'm going to reset my brain. I'm going to get some energy. I'm going to you know, turn on some nineties gangster rap and I'm going to go vacuum my house <laughs> and right. you get it done. Right. Right. Um, and, and so you're kind of getting those things done in between going back and forth with your business tasks. Mm-hmm. And this can be a hard one, but once you start giving yourself that grace and space to go, yes, I, I do need a break. I'm not going to sit here and work for two, three hours at a time if you have that luxury, even now with my kids at school, I still take breaks and get up. There's some really amazing and powerful things happen when you can give your brain that break, right? We, we That's Absolutely. why kids have
0: recess, right? Yes. You yep. need your own recess. Yeah. Yes.
1: I love that. Yes. More recess, (laughs) more recess. You need it, but you know, really to check on yourself and that's Mm -hmm. kind of where step number four comes in. This is another hard one for a lot of my mamas is what I call finding the flow. Um, I don't like to use the word balance. I used to, but what balance says to us, what that really, um, invokes and what we picture is, holding everything up at once. Right. It's like, I'm balancing my family and my, my relationship with my husband and my friendships and my business and being a mom and being a sister and volunteering at church. Like you're trying to balance and that's impossible. It's impossible. So I love the thought of flow and kind of a great way to, to picture this is if you've ever been out in the ocean and you go stand like waist deep and you're looking out into the horizon, you can see a wave coming at you as it comes out. You, it, it might hit you just below your neck and then it flows through you and it goes back and it pulls the water back. And now you're not in that much water, right? Then it comes back and it hits you again and it flows back out and you're in this beautiful flow. I like to call it my flow dance, but that's really how you should be living your work from home life is sometimes more focus is on your business. Sometimes more focus is on your family, but there's always this beautiful flow. And when you can learn to do that again, being hyper, super focused inside your boss blocks. And if you can't be hyper-focused for an hour, make it a smaller one, right? If you have toddlers love the season you're in, spend intentional time for 20 minutes on your business, and then spend intentional time with your toddler for 20 minutes. When you give them time, they will give you time. And it makes that flow much easier. But again, it's it's telling yourself that you're worth it, that you do deserve some you time. You know, what is self-care? You are in that flow. <laughs> Sometimes you are at that highest peak and really um, living in that, that beautiful dance makes everything else so much easier. And you don't Find yourself, and and I've been this way, Tiffany. I'm sure you've had this happen too, where you go, oh my gosh, I'm so focused on this goal or reaching this rank. And it's okay to have your focus on your business in that highest amount of flow, but then we stay there too long. And then we have guilt that, oh my gosh, my my mom momminess is like bottoming out. So then you turn all your focus to your family because you feel guilty. And then you watch your business start to go. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And that's where this burnout, that's where this overwhelm happens with a lot of direct sellers is you think you're being told, oh, you can work this part-time and and you try to, and you find yourself working full-time because you're going, 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 going. So I really teach on how to look at that in a different way and how to make it work for you and what that looks like for your life. And then the very last step is a step number five, it's called mixing your list with life. And this is where we really look back at those mixed media and how can you take some of these tasks and be intentional with them for a few minutes here, a few minutes there, but in between doing other things, not necessarily inside your boss block. And this again, gives you some more of that time back, back to my, um, example of being in the car rider line or being at practice or, um, You know, sometimes we're just all at home watching TV and like everybody has their screen, you know, like, can you save some of your more mundane tasks, some of your more busy work tasks for those times where you're still checking them off, but you're also being present with your family. Now, that being said, when you're focused and and being present, I want you to be present. But then there's those times that it's kind of like lackadaisical, right? And so instead of just mindlessly scrolling social media, intentionally scroll, you know, comment on those people that you want to um build a relationship with, reply to people, all of those things, those don't necessarily have to be done during your three hour boss blocks. And that gives mm-hmm. you some more time back too.
0: Mm-hmm. These are all amazing steps. I love this. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you have thought of this framework because that it seems like it's a very intentional process that you've come up with. I love it. And I'm glad Thank it's you. worked for you. That's amazing. And I and I love that. It can truly work for anybody in any stage of life, in any season yes. of life, with any schedule, with yes, kids or no kids, like it can work for truly anybody. Yes. And it really is um for
1: female entrepreneurs for mamas, mm-hmm. right? That's really who my focus is. And that could be indirect sales. Maybe you're a maker. Maybe you flip furniture, you sublimate shirts, you make candles. Like it doesn't matter if you are a mama or a woman running your business from home and trying to juggle all the things, then this framework absolutely works for you because Mm -hmm. it really, it really is that a framework of which you can build your business and your lifestyle on and around to give you more time back Mm -hmm. so that you're running your business. It's not running you.
0: Yes. It doesn't have to be all or nothing, your business, yeah. all or nothing motherhood. It can be, you know, a little bit of both and it can be more of your business or more of motherhood at any given point, you know, depending on what your, what your day looks like or what your schedule looks like. Exactly. And it really should.
1: Um, you know, I know, I know I'm saying the should word, but it really I know, right. Should. <laughs> right. Right. Because, You know, I think we're over, or at least I am, I'm over the old thought process of if you want to build your business, you have to build it like a man.
0: Mm. And
1: I think we used to, and I know I felt this way at one point, I almost had like a, a jealousy, like, oh, I wish I could just hustle all day. And in all honesty, that's not what works best for women. Now I'm excited that I get to run my business as a woman does, which means a little bit more in my feminine energy. You have to have both, right? Men and women both have those energies of which they need to focus on. And the the masculine really is that structure, that schedule, that to-do list, that focus. And that's absolutely a thousand percent needed in entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. However, There has to be times, and that's what I love about this method because it brings you in and out of it throughout your day constantly, but there has to be times that you jump into your feminine, which is what feels good for me right now. What do I need? What's best for my family? And now I'm like, man, I feel bad for the men who have to hustle all day. Like they have to, I get to choose what I want to do today. I get to change my schedule Because maybe I woke up and, and, and my son didn't feel good. He's staying home today. Everything turned around from what I thought I was going to do today, but I get to now do what I'm going to do. And -hmm. I think that's a beautiful thing. Um, And, and kind of part of my mission is to help mamas realize, girl, you get to run your business like a woman, stop thinking that you have to run it like men. Because especially being moms, we can't, it is impossible. And if you do, that's why you get burned out.
0: That's why you get overwhelmed. And that's why you quit. It's the true definition of girl power. Like that is, yes. it sounds cheesy, but that is truly our superpower as women is that we yes. get to run our businesses that way. And it's just, it's almost like a, it's almost like a secret behind the scenes. Like you yeah. get to do it this way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I love think, that. I know. And I think it was almost like taboo and yeah. I'm like, come on like,
1: this is phenomenal that you get to do it this way. Like Mm -hmm. who else can? And now I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm proud. And, and, and I love to kind of show that throughout my social media, throughout my stories is, Hey, this is what I'm doing today. (laughs) If you're stuck in a, in a, you know, cubicle and doing it this way, um, because that's what you're choosing to do, you know, as, as men growing their businesses. I love that. I'm not bashing men at all. But I love that I don't have to, Mm -hmm. that I can make a different
0: choice. And I feel empowered by that for sure. Mm -hmm. And you are helping other women realize that too, which is so wonderful. I love that. So, with this three hour mom boss method, I'm sure, you know, with planning out your blocks for the day, however that might look for somebody and planning out what they, what exactly they need to do during those blocks, I am assuming that takes a little bit of planning ahead. And, well, like you said, you know, planning a week ahead, but even more so, planning what you're going to do, you know, during that block. So what are some productivity tools that you use? What are some of your favorites? Oh my gosh. Great question. And what's kind of ironic is I created a
1: planner (laughs) that actually Mm -hmm. has come out way before the framework yet. They Mm. definitely synergistically work together because I created the planner again, kind of for my own. I, I tried many, um, And there's great planners out there. I'm not talking smack about anybody, but I wanted something that would help me to work my business in between the cracks of my life, which at that time was absolutely the way I was running it, right? Those 20 minutes here and there (laughs) all day long so that I could focus on my family and put them first, but not sacrifice my business. And what I was finding with a lot of planners is it was almost a lot of busy work. Like, I don't want to fill all this out. Like, I don't have time. I just want to focus on what I need to do today. And so I designed my own. And then I realized, okay, I think this is kind of cool. Like, (laughs) I need to put this out there. So I actually created my own planner. and, And I had a few kind of objections that I wanted that I didn't like from other planners that I wanted to make sure mine included. For one, I wanted it to be pretty because there's a mm. lot of ugly ones out there or they look like men planners or they're just big and bulky. Like it needed to be small enough that I could fit it in my diaper bag or pretty enough that I wanted to carry it around. I was like excited that I was holding this um, and and so smaller size yet enough space. So actually how my planner is, is there's a calendar page clearly so that you can put in all the things for all the kids activities, all those things that you have to do, right. That are important. And then plenty of space to schedule. Okay. I have a zoom meeting here. I'm, I'm, you know, have some training here and to make sure that your calendar has all those things that you need to make sure you don't forget to do throughout the months, and then my daily pages are actually two and i scheduled i made it that way so when your planner is open you have that mindset of my doors are open hmm. if i had a brick and mortar business i'm open for business and then you can look at the planner and go what do i need to do today what what did the coolest boss in the world yourself tell you this is what you need to do today to make some money to keep your business moving forward so on one side is all of the kind of breakdown of every hour of what to put in. And again, I live in between that masculine feminine energy. Although I plan out my days, you know, I will put just work power block, but I don't put every little detail of what I'm going to do. It's just here's when I'm planning on working. Here's my lunch break, like schedule a lunch break, mm-hmm. right? Here's when the kids come home. Here's all these different things. And then there's also a section of what I call my five FABs goals, which really helps with that living in the flow, that that work, life, mom, flow, dance. And the FABs is F-A-B-S-S. And so if you can schedule these little goals and kind of mix them throughout your day, you really are living in the flow. And so F stands for family. A stands for activity or active, like how can you move your body today, whether that's exercising or gardening or going on a walk, right? B is for business. What's an extra thing you really want to focus on in your business today, or maybe you're trying to install a new habit. And so it's like, okay, I'm going to put that in there, make sure I'm really hitting that today. And then the two S's stand for self-care and for spiritual. How can you give yourself some self-care today? And how can you just get in, in, um, inside of what's important to you and what that looks like. And it's different for everybody, right? Some people might listen to a devotional, some people might take a walk in nature. And so that is on the one side, like here's, here's what I'm intending to do today. Because when you can take pen to paper and write it down, a whole different mindset happens. You actually create neurons, connections in your brain. When you say, I'm going to do this, as opposed to putting it in a calendar app, or using something electronic. Those connections just don't happen. There's power to using an old school planner. So I'll just get that out there. Yes. <laughs> and then on the right side is all kinds of things to, again, remind you of what you need to do. I have a morning frog, which if you haven't read that book, eat that frog, get, get that. It's very much about your power block. What are these super thing important things that you need to do? First thing right away, get them done so you don't have the weight of those things on you. I like to coach on if there's something that you don't like to do, put it there. First thing, put it in your morning frog so you can get that off your list and you feel much more light and free for the rest of the day. There's a section for um, important tasks that might even be um, doing laundry, right? If you're like, holy cow, my laundry pile is so big. It's going to bury my toddler. I need to get to the laundry pile today. (laughs) You could put that on your important tasks, Right. A big section for social media, what are you intending to do with your social media work? Because it really is work. It should be treated as such with that same intention and focus because you can get lost into the scroll and there goes your productivity. There goes your day, right? And then there's even things like tracking your water, putting your meal plan. What is your personal development today? What's your affirmation? And so there's lots of kind of fun things on there, but it's a dual-sided daily pages. And so that way there's plenty of room for all the things. And I really should get a shirt made, Tiffany, that says plan your day the night before, because I'm constantly barfing that to everybody. Because when you can take five minutes at the end of your scheduled day before you go to bed and go, okay, what did I not get today today? get done today that I need to move what are some things I'm planning on doing tomorrow what is my content block you know am I going to be doing um, videos or do I need to make sure I get up and get dressed you know that kind of thing and to plan your day you can take five minutes so when you wake up you don't aren't wasting time going what am I going to do what am I supposed to do today what is my focus? I mean, that five minutes in the evening can save you 15, 20 minutes or more the next day while you're, you know, aimlessly wondering what you feel like doing, right? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so, um, and there's a built in follow-up system. I hated every follow-up system that I was ever given any idea I was like, this is crazy because I hate rewriting things over and over and over again, or, um, putting them on index cards or post-it notes and losing them. I'm like, this is crazy. So I integrated a follow-up system where there's follow-up cards that let's say I meet somebody today, reaches out, Hey, I want to know about your product. Tell me more. I'm like, awesome. I'm going to send you a video. I'll check back in with you tomorrow. They now get on a follow-up card. And then I simply move that to tomorrow. So tomorrow when I open up my, my planner, here's my follow-ups right there. And it's a great way to never lose that because we all know that's where the fortune is. And it's so many touches to truly get a new lead or a new prospect or a new client that we have the tendency to fall off of that. So these follow-up cards and system really helps to just keep that. And then you never have to rewrite it. It's always there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So. That's what I created and then I'm like, uh I think I need to turn this into a business. So I do have a planner called the BYO Boss Life, Be Your Own Boss Life. And so if you actually go to that byobosslife.com, you will see the several different planner systems. Every month you get a refill so that your planner stays small and concise and there isn't just craziness of thousands of things like People that love to scrapbook, I love you. Like, I don't have time to scrapbook my planner. I just want to get to it. Right. So um it's beautiful, but it's very simple and focused. And then of course there's pages for notes and ideas and things like that. But it really is if if I want to be a three-hour boss, if I want to be intentional with my time and my focus, here's what I'm going to do today. And then the other things are life, right? You don't have to plan in life. You don't have to, you know, take notes on every single thing. So um I guess that's a really long story to your question, Tiffany. I feel like I'm rambling, but no,
0: uh, it's great. Right? Like I
1: created my own system because I couldn't find one. And isn't that the beauty of entrepreneurship? And Absolutely. Then now, now it's a business. It's a subscription box. I have a couple different options. Some people will just get a 90 day set. Like if they're really focused on that, and then maybe they just get refills or I have a, um, a planner subscription. So every month you get your new planner refills. Or I have what is my most favorite that I call my support box. And every quarter you get just a box full of amazing things to really help support you on your journey always with a the theme, almost always with a personal development book, all kinds of things, um, tax write-off like a boss too, which is pretty of course, cool, yes. right? And then you always get your planner refills. And it also comes with a um, coaching group that we do monthly coaching, group coaching and, and all kinds of things. And so that's just become such a fun part. It's like, I have, you know, a couple different product businesses. I have a service business. Like I'm, I'm all over the place but the planner really has become such a part of my life from when we started this conversation of refusing to have a calendar (laughs) to Mm -hmm. now I live and die by a planner. Right. So, but it's the only way to really get it all done.
0: Yes. I love that. What a creative solution to, like you said, you could not find anything that worked for you. And instead of giving up and saying, well, I'll never be organized. I'll never figure it out. You're like, I'm just going to create my own thing. I love that. Right? right. <laughs> yes. And we are kindred spirits too, because I am for sure a pen and paper person because, yes. and I don't like, I am okay. The, the planning before bedtime that five minutes, or if I'm laying in bed or forgets me, I'm okay to write out a to-do list on my notes app or whatever that I, that, you know, I do that often, yeah. but it, I feel like, my productivity skyrockets when I write something down, because yes. it, like you said, it really is, it's truly a scientific process. It's creating something, creating something extra in my brain and giving me just that boost of productivity that I really need to get things done for sure. Yes. So Marcy, what advice do you have for, you know, these work from home moms, work from home ladies who are, they're trying to do all the things. How can they work less, but get more done at the same time? I know we've talked about that through this entire episode, but what is some final advice you have for those ladies listening? Oh my gosh. Okay. That's such a good question. I'm actually going to do a little visual with you. Okay. Love Okay. <laughs>
1: and it. I know everyone can relate, or at least I'm hoping, I'm hoping that everyone can relate with the story. So I want you to picture that you get a text or a message or a call that so-and-so is about to come over to your house. You have 15 minutes. And you look around and you're like, oh my gosh, (laughs) like my house is a disaster. There's kids stuff everywhere. You know, there's coats strewn throughout the house. You know, the dishes are still in the dishwasher and you have this moment, moment of panic of, well, I can't say no, but holy cow, I need to feel like I'm a little bit more put together here. Right. So you go on this crazy cleaning spree. I like to say it's like a magical mix of meth and steroids. And you're like, Martha, Martha on a mix of meth and steroids. Like you just go crazy and you start speed cleaning. And again, if we go back to kind of that multitasking, you really are focused on the same area. Like uh, I'm, I'm, I'm picking up, I'm, I'm dusting, I'm vacuuming, I'm putting a couple dishes away. Mind you, you might take everything you gathered and lock the door. Like that's another story. <laughs> but you have 15 minutes and you clean like a crazy person. You ignore all the distractions. It doesn't matter that your phone is giving you a notification that someone replied or someone left you a heart emoji, like you're not being Pavlov's dog running over to your phone with every notification. You're ignoring it all. Your kid's crying that they want a Band-Aid, but they don't really even have a scratch, right? You're not getting distracted by what you are focused on because you have 15 minutes to get this done so that you can feel comfortable with sitting down and relaxing and having this visit with you know your long lost college friend whatever and usually by the time you're done you're like okay I got a minute and a half to spare and you have this moment of reflection that you go holy cow I should speed clean more often like why don't I do this every day why don't I put on a 15 minute timer and just go to town instead of having my mom chores take me an hour and a half because When we don't want to do something, we don't give it our time and energy because we don't want to do it. We don't like it. And we have the tendency to do that that same thing with our business. When we don't really want to do this, we go, well, let me get distracted by my busy work. Let me get lost in the scroll. Let me do this because I don't really want to do that other task. But when you can run your business minus the Martha, right? You're not on a mix of steroids and and meth, right? You're just hyper-focused intentional about doing what you need to do right now. When you can look at your business that way, when you can look at your boss blocks with that same intention, with that same focus, you will get so much more done than what you do right now. Because we, we like to think more and spend more time thinking and more time worrying and more time stressing over doing the tasks that we don't want to do We usually spend more time thinking about it than it actually takes us to get it done. Hmm. So when you can stop doing that, when you can just say, this is what I'm doing right now, and you do it, you put your phone down, (laughs) you stop running to the notifications, your productivity will go to a place that you never thought was possible. Just like in that example, I gave you, right. Mm -hmm. And then you suddenly find yourself having so much more time at the end of the day, you get to spend your time with your family, with your kids, with your husband. You can go on a date night. You can go on a girl's night. You're like, what is that? Because I'm so focused on my business. Yeah. But where is your focus? How much time and attention are you really giving it? Mm -hmm. Are you truly being productive or are you dragging your feet on something that really should only take you this much time, but you're stretching it out because you don't want to get to the other things.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I love so, that.
1: I don't know if that's good advice. You it know, is hashtag, hashtag minus the Martha, but <laughs> that's how you have to show up for your business and you get your mm-hmm. life back. And that mm-hmm. that's what we're doing this for is so that we can enjoy our life and our family instead yes. of being drowned
0: by our business. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yes. And that illustration makes so much sense because <laughs> when we have people over, my husband and I are always like, why don't we do this more often? Our house is the cleanest it's been in a week, you know? <laughs> Right. And it only took us, you know, a half hour or whatever of intense yeah. work. And so it's that can be applied to, to our businesses too. I love that visual so much <laughs> it really hits home. It's very relatable.
1: <laughs> Good. Good. I'm not the only one that looks around and is like, oh gosh, I hope nobody rings my doorbell.
0: Yes. Oh yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. All right, Marcy, what programs or courses or offerings do you have going on right now that you would like to share with everyone listening? Ooh, well, I have a little special. I didn't even tell you about this, tip,
1: but my three hour boss, um, is really my signature course. It's like, if there's anything that you want to glean from me, it's that right there. And when I was first looking at building this, you know, I had when my own coach was like, oh my gosh, what you're including what, you know, we should price it at this. And I got quiet and I got still, and I prayed and I truly got the answer of this has to be obtainable for everybody because it was so, I shouldn't say was, is so life-changing for me in my business. I know if I hadn't uh, focused this and kind of created this unknowingly organically on my own, I wouldn't be where I am today. It's impossible with a a horde of children, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So the course includes the complete uh, book, which is a 45 page ebook has a workbook, It has five video trainings for each step. They're about 30 to 45 minutes. It includes a lifetime group where every month, at least twice, I show up in there to do question and answer sessions. So you can ask questions, all the things. It's only $47 one time for life during this group. But I have a special promo for anyone listening to this podcast. If you use the um, promo code DIFFERENT. Or directly different, right? If you use different, then you'll get fifteen percent off of that. And again, that's lifetime access to all the things. It's I'm excited. And also, what comes with that is a bonus ebook that's called planning your powerful power block. Again, that really focuses a little bit more on that what that should entail with a video training with that as well. And so if you go to threehourboss.com, three, number three, threehourboss.com, you will absolutely be able to uh, look at that. And there's always an option depending on when you listen to this podcast and whether it's open or not, there is a mini mind that's a three month intense, Once a week, we meet for group coaching for three months. And I have that twice a year, one of which runs April into June to help you kind of solidify all these habits and this framework while kind of your normalcy of school is still going, even if you're a homeschool mom. And then into summer when all hell usually breaks loose and we're like, Ah, I want to have, you know, a great summer, but I don't want my business to, to fall. So it kind of goes into that. And then the following is September into the very beginning of December. That way you get kids are kind of back in school or, or whatever that time you could focus again, but you really start planning towards that fourth quarter that, you know, Christmas rush that we all usually have a boost in sales and kind of how to have that momentum worked into your schedule. So if you decide to get on the mini mind early, then your 15% off will apply to that as well, which is really, really pretty cool. Or you can just get on the wait list or just get the three hour boss. So that's kind of um, a fun thing. So if there's anything, anything is absolutely get that it's insanely uh, reasonable. I even have a payment plan option. Like I didn't want any mom, even if you're just starting out, Cause I remember at the beginning when I'm trying to save my home for foreclosure, I $17 was like, I can't even pay that. Right. And so I wanted there to be nothing that stopped anybody who truly feels drawn to this, who knows that they need to, to do something different and want money to be a stopping point, a, a roadblock. Right. And then of course, if you want the planner, go to, you can find that on my website, marcykmomboss.com or byobosslife.com. You can access everything from my main website, but, um, that's definitely something that you might be interested in as well.
0: Love that. I will put all of these links in the show notes. So if you are listening, then you can scroll down and see all those links. Also, I'm obsessed with the term mini mind. I love that so much. And it makes Ah! so much sense because like you said, it's a three month. It just kind of gets you through the harder seasons of direct sales, because we do have those seasons that are more challenging, like you said, going into summer and then also the holiday selling season, which is so busy. And sometimes you can run around like a chicken with your head cut off. And so I love that you are setting everybody up for success with these mini minds and just collaborating with fellow minded direct sellers and network marketers. I love that so much. Yes. and, And it really is fun because it's the three hour boss mini mind, but it's also
1: set up For numerous trainings that are what do you need? So I keep it very small. It's super um, you know, I don't want to say intense, but it's like you feel you can get vulnerable inside because it's just a small group of women. And, you know, I have one that's like, I mean, I need to learn how to do reels. I'm terrified of video. So it's like, okay, let's do a reels class because that's still gonna grow your business. That's still part of what you need to do. And so it doesn't have to be just kind of squished into the three hour boss method, which is massive as we went over, there's a lot of steps, a lot of things to learn. So we really do focus on that, but it's also so much fun because it's, what do you need? And so you help guide what this mini mind will entail. So I love that.
0: Well, thank you, Marcy, so much. You have provided us incredible value today, and I really appreciate you sharing your story with everybody and also about your three-hour mom boss method. And truly anybody can take this and run with this and have a successful, a successful business. And thank you so much for sharing that with us today. You're welcome. This has been so much fun. I'd love to keep the conversation going and I'd love to get to know you better. Join our free community group, the Directly Different Collaborative over on Facebook. There you will find like-minded friends from the direct sales industry and you'll be able to ask questions and get feedback on the things you need help with. You'll find a link to the group in the show notes. One more thing.